Hey, what's happening? You got... Oh, shit. Let's, let's try that again. Hello? Hey! Oh, man. I, I'm used to talking on the AirPods. Forgot I had to pull over this fancy podcast mic and talking to that instead. Uh, hello and welcome to the Magnificent Podcast. It's NFL Week 7 coming up this weekend. Uh, today is Friday, October 21st. You've, you've got, you got little me, Manatee Jackson, on the microphone in your, in your ears at the moment. Uh, and don't have a whole lot for you, but you know what? That's good. Sometimes you need to have it short and sweet. We've had some amazing headlines recently and we're not going to get that lucky every week. So I just have a few things that I want to talk about. And this first one, we're going to, we gave a shout out to the trademark office last week. Going to give them a shout out again this week. It looks like after over a year of waiting after filing for trademark on Magnificent for entertainment purposes. It looks like we went through. So yay, Magnificent win there. Uh, more insight to the trademark process. It sounds like now it still has to go through a trademark attorney for a final review. I didn't know there was like a two-step review. So there's still time for this to not happen. But so far, looking good. It's looking, things are looking up on the trademark journey. Now, the other thing that I was going to bring up um, pertains to a certain, I'm going to, I'm going to put somebody on blast. I'm going to put a certain individual on blast for their god-awful trade offers. This individual goes by Tay Dizzy or Dizzy Monsters, depending on which, uh, which league you're in with this individual. Dizzy Monsters, stop proposing trades to me. They're the worst trade offers I've ever seen in my life. I'm just kind of looking at history. So what sprung this all up for me? I I wake up, I think it was yesterday, and I see this notification on my phone. It says, a trade has proposed in your league. And it was to me, and that's always kind of exciting when somebody offers you a trade. You're like, oh my gosh, Like, what kind of conversations is this going to start? Could this really help out my team? Is this going to be a good move? There's going to be all sorts of considerations to make. And I open up this trade. It comes from Tay Dizzy, and uh, Dizzy Monsters offers me uh, Wendell Robinson, who he just picked up off the waiver wire, for Rondale Moore. Rondale Moore, who I also picked up off the waiver wire, um, but probably, I think I picked him up three or four weeks ago. So I had some time before his first uh, game when he's now played three games, the last three games. So I've had him for a little Obviously, I see the potential before I grabbed him. Um, his stock has never been higher at the moment, especially with Marquise Brown going down. Marquise Brown going down. 
Um, what was I going to look at? I'm just trying to look at. So the last two weeks for Rondale, the Ant-Man, they call him the Ant-Man because he's like a superhero and he's really small. Rondale's gotten, he's been back. So he missed the first three weeks of the year. Then week four, he had five targets. So on with a limited role, five targets. <clears throat> then week five versus Philly, which is one of the arguably like best pass defense de- defenses in the NFL. Eight targets, seven catches. I'd love to see that every single week. Yes, please. Follows that up last week against Seattle with 10 targets, six recep- receptions. And that's with with Marquise Brown in the in the lineup. Now Marquise Brown is out. DeAndre Hopkins is in. And I don't see this, I don't see this production changing whatsoever. If anything, it's going to get better. Um, Murray and Marquise Brown had obvious like chemistry concerns. And Murray and Hopkins don't have that. They've had good chemistry ever since Hopkins came to Arizona. So if anything, I think this offense is going to work better. It's going to provide more opportunities. They're going to stay on the field longer, moving those chains. And Rondale Moore's arrow is pointing way up with uh, first overall pick Kyler Murray at the helm. Now, when you look at Wendell Robinson, huh, um, what do you have last week? He had like a touchdown and like three targets or something. Let me just fact check before I rip on Dizzy Monsters even more. Wendell Robinson. So he played week one and got hurt in that game. He had one target. Then he was out weeks two, three, four, five. Week six, he played probably limited first game back. Uh, four targets and a touchdown. So three catches, 37 yards touchdown. Um, we're talking about the New York Giants football, football Giants offense without Kenny Galladay, without Kadarius Tony, both injured with uh, Richie James Jr. or whatever his name is starting David Stills starting. You've got um, what's his face Slayton Slayton starting and you've got Wendell rookie Robinson and a very mediocre offense that kind of flows through Saquon Barkley, the running back, not like the air raid attack, you know, move the chains by throwing every single play. Arizona Cardinals. So straight up trade Wendell Robinson for Rondell Moore, straight up offensive. It's very gross, very poopy offer and little, little history of uh, some of the Tay Dizzy trade offers I've been seeing lately. Um, <clears throat> this year. So new startup franchise dynasty dynasty league. We had that. We just started. Um, <laughs> I was, so he, he gave me an offer in two particular rounds, in the third round and in the sixth round. Both of those rounds, uh, it, was, it was kind of a snake. We had to do a snake draft for the Startup Dynasty League. Prefer auction, but went snake because it saves time when, you're, when you have like that many rounds. Anyway, Dizzy Monsters. I'm at the front of each round. He's at the back. So he tries to move up six spots. And each of these rounds, can't remember the exact count. And this is what he offers. In the third round, he offers his third round pick. So, meaning, hey, like, if you move back six spaces, I will give you, and this is what else he added. For my third round pick, he gave his third round pick plus $25 of fab. 
You really think I want to move back six spots in the third round for 25 free agent auction bucks? That is disgusting, especially in Dynasty where there's nothing on the waiver afterwards after like 20 rounds or whatever we did. Not appealing, very terrible. Give him a ton of shit for that. Follows follows that up by doing the same exact thing. Oh, oh no, never mind. In spite of that, I, I, I offered this one to him. In the sixth round, I offered, I offered a flop, a six for six, and then I offered 19 fab bucks. And I said, how could you pass that up? You, you said that was such a good deal in the third round. How could you pass it up in the sixth round? So he didn't think it was funny and he didn't accept or see the value. So kind of proves how terrible that logic was. Um, I guess that's really it. You know, he offered me a first round pick for Cortland Sutton at the start of the year in, in uh, another dynasty league I'm in. And Sutton's hype was through the roof. And that was pretty laughable, especially for like a, I think he had a back end first round pick. He did. I think he he ended up picking uh, George Pickens at like number seven or eight. So George Pickens for Sutton, I wouldn't do it unless I was a rebuild team. So not not a terrible offer. Anyway, the content is minimal this week. I didn't have a lot of sweet uh, headlines to sift through. But yeah, happy to put you on blast, Dizzy. You deserve it. Those trade offers shuck um other than that how how did manti jackson do last week he did good oh my goodness we got a streak going we have an amazing streak going so one again in the double up contest last week, week six. Let me just pull up magnificent.com and click on the prior weeks tab because I've got it posted on there already. This website sucks. It's not working. There's too much content on there. It just takes so long to load. Look at that. All right. I'm just going to join on my laptop since I got it going up here already. All right. So magnificent.com. Click on the prior weeks. You'll see all-time record, 4-2, and two, all-time winnings, 10 bucks. That's right. We're up 10 bucks in the $5 double-ups. And week six... We had our lowest point total winning record lineup with uh, uh, that is a total of 138.88 points for the total. And it was kind of a down week across the board. It was hard to find the guys that hit last week, as I think you all noticed. Not a lot of blowups. So everyone was on Geno Smith last week in that Arizona-Seattle game. I flipped it because... I really like uh, Kenny Walker, the third first round, or what was he, second round running back? Anyway, one of the best running back prospects in the nation. And I thought if he's going to steal some touchdowns, they're not going to Geno. And Kyler Murray, not super confident. You know, Benjamin is a goal line running back, and he was going to get all the touchdowns. What ended up happening, Kyler, I don't think, had 
any touchdowns. It was surprisingly a tough defensive game, which was shocking. But Kyler Murray, what he did do is run for 100 yards and get you that uh, 100-yard rushing bonus. So that saved the day for him at 19.88 points, matching his point total expectation. At running back, uh, Ramonde Stevenson locked in the lineup until further further notice. He's uh, one of the most promising running backs in the NFL, second-year pro for the Patriots. He got you 25.10 points. I think he had a touchdown, didn't get 100 yards rushing, but I'm surprised he didn't. Um, Like I said, had Ken Walker, other running back, he got 19 total points. Uh, At wide receiver, this is where we had DK Metcalf versus the Arizona Cardinals. Couldn't do shit. I don't know why or how, but 5.4 points. Chris Godwin, uh, working in the slot, had... Would have had a huge day, but he didn't. Um, let me just pull this up quick on the fly. Going to look at Chris Godwin's stats, and you'll see it's frustrating to, to follow this game because he had, I think after the first like six targets, he had one catch and ended the day with six catches, 12 targets, and 95 yards. So six balls he didn't catch, came five yards short of the 100-yard bonus got you 15 points which hurt uh rondale moore talked about him um yeah what 10 targets i said so had a really good game for his price he was a 4200 dollars guy if i remember so 10.9 was his expectation and he hit it i thought he was gonna do better uh had a lot of good savings was able to put in mark andrews which looking at this is pretty incredible to have mark andrews rondale moore chris godwin dk metcalf walker stevenson murray this seemed like it was going to blow up and it just kind of hit the floor. Um, but Mark Andrews did great 26.6 points. I had Eno Benjamin really wish I would have had that stupid fricking uh, Colts running back who had like 11 receptions or whatever, but Eno got 9.5 points. And then I had the Giants defense got seven points for Baltimore. So there you have it. I have, my lunch break's over and I have a meeting in one minute. So I am going to leave it at that. Your boy, Manatee Jackson, he's doing good on the year. Four wins, two losses. Probably going to win the next two and come out even then, like this shitty rap will tell you. But until next time, we'll find out. Well, I'm magnificent, kind of on top of it. Sort of crushing through four quarters, not quite right. And the border, just an average bitch who gonna be paid. Back my money that I already made, cause I'm gonna come out even in the end. Keep my money and only time I'll spend. Only back talk, smack off track. We'll smack it, smack, have smack, stream on top. Go ham, share what's on the gram. Do it all but small enough in the game. We're terribly great if I think I could. I might be lit, I might forget, but I'll be consistently magnificent. Hey, hey.